Ramble. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Ba 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 ba! We did it, everybody! We got 100 episodes. Ba, ba, oh ba, ba, boy, ba, ba, yeah! We're making everybody ba, laugh on the road. If ba, you're ba, in your ba, car ba, right ba, now, ba, but if you're ba, on ba, your couch, ba, we're making you laugh ba, on the couch. Thanks for being our friends and fans for so long. All right, that was today's episode, guys. Make sure to check out much. Rate us five stars. We're canceling the show. We love you all. We'll see you on. <laughs> Guilty pleasures. We're just kidding. <laughs> this is our 100th episode of the Tripod. So exciting. We're so happy to be here. It is also my episode of the Tripod. Whee! I thought I was going to say your birthday. Episode. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, you know it's my birthday's after yours. We have enough episodes to be syndicated. That's oh like my all gosh. The, all oh, the we are friends. Yeah. All wow. sitcoms just want to get to 100 episodes. That mm-hmm. way they can play reruns on TBS yep. and get checks forever yes. and ever. Oh, we should play the Tripod Yum. on TBS. Uh, How do we make that happen? Only on TBS. Only on TBS. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a uh, YouTube TV now. Uh, I finally bought it, yeah. so I do have like a cable package, and I've watched a couple things on cable. And it is fun, you know, when you're like, I don't want to watch on Netflix. It is fun to go see what do people watch on TV at this time? Yeah. What is on right now? And mm-hmm. it's a lot of movies. <laughs> movies playing really? on TV is a huge thing, especially on the weekends. It always has been, but like when you go and you see it now, it's crazy. I, I feel bad. The kids these days. They won't know the joy and the frustration of watching one movie over the course of four hours on TV. Uh-huh, with, with all the good commercial breaks. Yeah. Did you guys know when you watch SNL Live, it's a 90-minute show? Yeah, it's forever. It's an it's hour forever. and a half. forever. I also got YouTube TV because of the football season. Mm. Um, pretty expensive. I don't know. I might cancel it. but uh, it's, <laughs> it's expensive. I think it's a crazy, it's expensive kind of cable package, personally. It's like $60. I probably should have done like the. I should have <laughs> yeah. just added it to my phone. I'm like, I, I don't, I don't watch half these channels. I know. Uh, but <laughs> the, did you guys, you guys know that some news channels are 24 hours? Yeah. It's like they always talk about, oh, 24 yeah. hour cable news. And I'm like, shit. They really out here filling like every single hour of the day with bullshit news stories. Yeah, it's kind some of, of which what, are like, not bullshit, just, obviously. Yeah, but it's kind of what's destroying the world. Kind of what's destroying the world. But we don't have too much content. We have a hundred episodes <laughs> of the tripod. Yeah, yeah. Eugene's here too. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the look on your face. We almost got to a dark place thinking about how news is. I was like, no, no, <laughs> yeah, no, no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> stay, stay happy. That's true. But you know. Uh, you can watch live football, pause it, rewind it, mix it up. Crazy. Apparently this technology has existed for so long, too. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I had no idea this was our 100th episode. It, it really is quite shocking to me. But we got you got some enough? stuff planned, Keith? Well, I have like a couple things planned. A game? <laughs> a game? Uh, kind of a game. I a guess game? it could be a game. No, because it's my episode of the tripod, and I have been thinking about things that I really like. Like maybe if maybe if I've mm-hmm. like smoked a lot of weed on a Saturday <laughs> and I'm thinking, what do I like the most in life? Mm-hmm. What is like what is one of my driving things? Whoa. One of my driving things is music. And I know that we love music, but I was thinking, like, I bet we all have both positive and negative stories that are very interesting at different parts of our lives about music. Could be, like, when you did a music recital as a child or being forced to take piano lessons and you have a crazy piano lesson teacher. I think music is something that's so ingrained in us and we don't think about how many memories we actually have (laughs) related to music. Wow. A million just flooded to my memory. I'm sure. I knew I I was thinking, like, Zach's going to have a million. He's he's been living in in the music industry since he was a child, but... Wow. Uh, there's lots lots of that and more. We also might even talk about the reboot of the Rugrats for a moment because that's coming back and I'm excited about it. <laughs> and but, I bet you we'll touch on bathtubs and eggs because it is our 100th episode after all. Yeah, that's bitch. Right. <laughs> all that and more on today's episode of The Tripod. But first, we got to make a little money. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. <laughs> Cha-ching! Oh. <laughs> All right, welcome back. Uh, okay, so let's talk about um, music. My first question to everybody music was, did you have to take lessons in any instrument as a child? Yes. What was it? Piano. When, how old were you? What was three? Three to ten. Three years old. Yeah, you were. You were, you were my, my mother was a concert pianist. Oh right. Oh. Yeah, she went to college for piano. Did you ever go that. see her play? No, because we. I was born in in Podunk, Texas, where she made her money as a tutor. Uh, so she wasn't like you know playing in concert tutor. halls. Oh, right. She was. She she became a homemaker after mm. after she she immigrated here. Did she give you piano lessons? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's oh. the reason I don't know how to play piano. <laughs> Wait, I didn't want to do what my mom was trying to make me do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. mom rather than the hot yeah. piano she teacher. <laughs> yeah. No, like, did you have a hot piano teacher? <laughs> no, I didn't. But I think I would have stuck with it if I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you had like a smoke show. Yeah, like, I was in middle school. And it could have been a great opportunity for me to really like piano. Honestly, hot music lessons is an industry. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> hotties teaching like trombone and like hotties teaching harp. Like that, I think there's a business thing there. It's like all of our <laughs> private lessons are the hottest I college really students who know how to teach. <laughs> yeah, I did piano until I was about sixth grade. Did you like it? Or did, was it just? I liked it okay, but it started out as something I had to do. So, as a, you know, uh, you know, once I kind of developed my in, more own interests, I wanted to do that more. Same with like with tennis. My dad plays a lot of tennis, and I was doing tennis lessons ever since I was a little kid. And then around middle school, I was like, I kind of like soccer more. But mm. I think part of that was because it was like soccer was my thing. Yeah, right. tennis always feels like. And same with piano. My mom loves playing piano. You know, you don't want to do your parents' thing. You want to kind of find your own thing. That's true. Yeah. I just realized that Ned and I are wearing these like Easter tie-dye shirts and you're both wearing dark denim. It's a very mm. funny uh, contrast. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, we'll be super positive and bubbly <laughs> this whole show. You guys can be moody. And reserved. Yeah. yeah, I so my brother Brian took piano lessons. And I don't know if I was offered piano lessons <laughs> and denied them, but I did not get piano lessons. Really? And I in my memory, <laughs> they just decided I didn't need them. You I take think other it was, music lessons? I never had music lessons as a child, not until I was in seventh grade. And, and that's when you started French horn. Yeah, I switched from trumpet to French horn because the high school band director, who was also a middle school band director, said, Keith, we will give you a French horn to use from the school, and I will teach you how to play French horn over the summer if you'll switch to French horn. It's kind of weirdly this cool. decision that changed the course of your life, right? A hundred percent. I Going into college, I thought I was going to be a professional French horn player. Yeah, I love that, Like I spent so much time like mm. I practice French horn every night by myself, always like for hours, and like I play. And I now I I think of it from my parents' perspective. French horn's a loud instrument, <laughs> and sometimes I would do it in the fucking living room <laughs> while watching TV and just running scales. Are and there any soft instruments though? I feel like they're all loud. <sighs> Acoustic, especially guitar when a kid is trying to do it. But I guess you're right. Everything's kind of fucking loud. I, you can only make so much noise out of a flute but they're so shrill i mean my mm-hmm. little sister played drums and she that's was not worst. good that's and the worst. It, it, drums was, are loud. it was fucking loud and we didn't have her tucked away in the basement it was just a little folding wall so oh, i'd Jesus. say that is a nuisance number one but what i'm impressed with you is like it's really hard at any age to have the discipline to practice that's that's what doomed me uh with all the instruments that i played and and but you stuck with it which i don't know where that comes from i think it was because a lot of my playing was figuring out how to play popular songs oh, on the French horn. So like mm. I would like listen to what the high school marching band was playing. They had like the school fight song, stuff like that. And I would learn it. And now I'd learn it in the wrong key. I would learn uh-huh. it whatever key I could play. And I would just learn the fingering charts of it. And I would just play it. 
And I would just be like, yeah, exactly. Let's go owls. We were the owls, but in the South, everyone said owls. So it's very funny. Sounds like a bunch of guys named Al running out in the field. But yeah, I really stuck to it. And then I started doing honor bands and solo and ensemble, which is where you go by yourself and you go and you play and there's a wall. So you can't see someone. You just play a piece. You walk in and say, hi, my name's Keith and I'm going to be playing Constant Rondo by Mozart. And then you play it, and then they say, thank you, and then you leave. And then later Whoa. in the day, you get a grade, and you Whoa. get a trophy related to that grade. Is it fucking raining? It is. It's raining, yeah. What's yeah. that noise? Raining? It's shocking. Are you crazy? And it's dark We're, out. Guys, <laughs> there's paper over the window. Oh, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really. You thought it was pitch black. I couldn't tell because of the the glare from the light. I'm like, it's fucking black outside, guys. It's real here. Yeah, I can see that now. It's cloudy. It's, it's I also was like, it looks so dark out. <laughs> it's like nighttime outside. Uh, that was shocking. My fondest memory, though, of playing the French horn yeah. in my whole life was when I was a junior in high school. So this year, you know, I have a car, and I had a really shitty minivan. And my friends in the high school band, we had a brass quintet. So it was me, uh, Van Bryant, Les McDonald, Trent Johnson, and Hank Replogle. Those feel like a motley crew. We were a motley crew. Oh, fucking Les always getting Les is awesome. He's actually the only one of us who is actually professional instrumentalist now. Oh, cool. He's a great trumpet player, uh, cool guy. And he was also one of the only like black kids in Carthage, so I think it's you know he was he was very cool and strong because I'm sure it was very hard for him growing up in that southern town, especially like pursuing art and mm-hmm. like being so good at it. Uh, but he's dope. But we did a thing called brass quintet in a van, and we would load up into my van and we would go and park outside of apartment complexes or at the grocery store parking lot or the Walmart parking lot and we would part we would sort of screech in me driving and we'd park in a spot we'd fling all the doors open and our tuba player was in the trunk so we had to op- someone had to run out and open the trunk for him we'd play a song and then we'd scream go 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 and slam all the doors and speed off like we just pulled a heist, but all we did was play a piece of classical music in the middle of a parking lot or an apartment complex. People loved it. Uh, it was it was a very fun way to spend your Saturday, and also it was good practice. We we were actually practicing things we needed to do for a solo and ensemble for other things. This is you in high school? This is me in high school. Yeah, I was way more big piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, I was probably was a piece of shit too, but that was one thing we did that was so fun. It was just a more fun way to practice. And yeah. I think that is something like, if you want to be good at instruments, uh, you need to find fun ways to practice or at least ways that like, you are having fun while practicing. And that might even just be watching TV and running <laughs> your scales. It's sort of the same as like people who watch TV and run on a treadmill. Like you mm-hmm. can kind of do both. Mm-hmm. I played guitar. I played trumpet. I got too lazy to do either. Whoa! Uh, but I, you know, I was in the Allstate band for a while for, for trumpet. I did that thing, which is not is that good. Yeah. How old were you? Young. It was like from elementary to middle school. Is, is that less good? Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah, I, but it's still still t- pretty good. It's still tough. Still pretty it means good. You, you. I had you to aud- go audition. You auditioned Whoa. and you got placed into a state. Honor band. Well, so I, the, there are two uh, recital memories that jump to mind. Uh, one where I was just the coolest motherfucker. One where I was not. So we had this this uh, band recital, and uh, we had to do a jazz standard. And at each, mm. at one point, each of us had to get up and just do a solo. And it was based on mm-hmm. our knowledge of music theory and scales. Uh-huh. A jazz I, solo. Yeah, a jazz solo. And oh, I'm like, wow. Maybe in sixth grade. Oh my god. I am on the cusp of puberty. That's tough. I do. I have I been mean, very Lisa lazy. Did it. I have yeah. not been practicing. <laughs> I am like, I am definitely the runt of the the band litter. I am like my buddy Chelhan, who was so good at trumpet would always just like laugh at me while while we were playing because I would just I would skip notes I'd let him carry me and <laughs> I, I was shameless about it right yeah. it was at, it was towards the end of my career but we were doing this recital and I spot my crush just like front row <laughs> she's there oh, and I'm no. like I gotta go but I I'm freaking out I am like sweating were you wearing a cool hat I'm probably a little fedora, you know. <laughs> I wasn't, but like, let's so just picture. Sick. Yeah, a little middle school fedora. Let's picture a maroon vest. Yes. What was your name? Name drop. 
my crush, uh, Leia. Leia. That's yeah. a good name. Oh, that's yeah. a nice name. Yeah. That's a nice name. She's married Is there now. a Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars connection? No, no, not but spelled like, like that. You're thinking about it a little bit yeah. now, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's blonde. And what was cool oh. about her? Did she have, like, a cool style? <laughs> you wanna, you wanna yeah, what was cool? You know, like, Leia, I, I had a real time about Leia. Uh, I think I, I wrote about her in our book, but I changed the name. Uh, I'll out it. Truth's I, out. I, um, oh. I did that thing where, okay, God, we're, we're getting off music. I, I believed in ro- grand romantic gestures as a kid, uh-huh, but, not, uh-huh. but not actually like talk. I was too afraid to talk to her. Oh, sure. So I like went for Valentine's Day. I got this whole package for her, like teddy bear, the chocolate. She had a boyfriend. Oh my God. I gave, her, I gave her the gift thinking like that would win her over. Oh my. And it didn't. And by the way, I did that like multiple more times. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Not that, just to her. Like, I, thought, I thought that was no how No wonder you, you wrote about this in the book. It was, you you guys didn't read my chapter? Yeah, but like I skimmed it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I see Leia and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta just, just go for it. And so I hadn't been practicing. I don't know what to do, but I got up and I just started fucking wailing. Just like, <laughs> and just going crazy. Cause like everyone else was trying to go like, like they were yeah. trying to follow a <laughs> note progression. Not me, baby. <laughs> I was just going nuts. <laughs> it worked. Really? People you just were did passion. Stunned. She came up to me right afterwards and she was like, that was incredible. I'm not leaving my boyfriend for you, but that was amazing. Like my band teacher was like, dude, where did that come from? And I'm like, yo, I quit. Whoa. <laughs> That's the best I dropped out of there. I get away with this once in my Whoa. life and I am getting out of here and, never again. And then you switch to performing arts. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, long. oh, I want to be a rock star, but I don't want to practice. I'll do a viral video <laughs> career and, and pretend to be a rock star. Then we'll wow. produce a show where we dress and act like rock stars. It was yeah. so stressful. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. But I, but I pulled really off cool. the heist. Wow. I mean, that's, I don't know how you did that. I didn't either. <laughs> it's quite challenging to play jazz because the you do have to have a good understanding of basically every measure is going to be a different chord. Yeah. And you have to play within the chord or you have to at least have to land your, your runs on the bass note or some note that makes sense in that chord. So it's actually fairly challenging. I wish we could flash back to watch it and it turns out I sounded like the opening of Soul in Pixar where it's just like a <laughs> yeah. cacophonous mess and everyone's like, yay. It probably it was sixth was, grade, right? Yeah. yeah. It probably was just the fact that you were so brave yeah. and it was yeah. like funny yeah. and cool. Nobody really cares what it sounds like. Wait, so was like. this in the jazz band? The whole thing probably sounded bad. Yeah, because yeah. jazz band was hard to get to in my high school. Or this was yeah. like the Allstate band thing I was I don't know what yeah. it, that's what it was called. I, wow. So wait, you also did Allstate? I didn't know you did Allstate. I knew I was, you played oboe. Okay, this is giving me stress because I just realized <laughs> it was stressful. I, I realized it was how so stressful. How I think I just blocked from my memory how much I worked as a child. You like, did a lot, yeah. My average day during high school was um started at 5 a.m. and I got home at 10. Oh, every oh day. God. When did you and get time to watch Dragon Ball Z? When did you do homework? <laughs> fucking weekends. Yeah. The one thing I wasn't good at was homework. Uh. <laughs> because I was just like, uh, bell curve baby, still got better grades than other kids. <laughs> yeah. So I did oboe from sixth grade to ninth grade, but I stopped in ninth grade oboe. because you had to do marching band in Texas. Mm. Yeah, so it was a requirement. Because uh, we had one of the best marching bands in the state, actually. It's yep. a requirement cool. if you're in the band or just... In, in the okay, band. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, a requirement if you're serious about band. like Because the best people got into the marching band. Mm. Which my sisters did. Uh, my little sister did bassoon, so she ended up doing bass drum. My old yeah, sister was clarinet player. <laughs> we were very involved kids. It's it's not the Asian stereotype thing, because mm. I don't want to push that. But it was like, I was good at art. So I said, okay, I'm going to be like try to prove to my parents that I'm good at this by doing everything. And so I, I didn't want to do marching band because you had to wake up at 4 a.m. 
every day in the fall. And the reason I couldn't do that because I was on the swim team where you had to already wake up at 4 a.m. Then I had to stop the swim team because <laughs> I took zero-hour classes to get more credits, which started at 5.45 a.m. The fuck's oh the deal God. with that? You could swim in the afternoon, So guys. I was already, like, <laughs> yeah. dead. And then, so what I did in high school was I switched from band and I did choir and theater. And now for choir and theater, there's three shows in the year. I was involved in all of them. Yep. Yeah. And I started choreographing all the shows for both. Oh, boy. And on top of that, Whoa. I had Yuletide Choir during the winter What's where we it's where you dress in dick Dickens oh, yeah, outfits. I think you know it's it also sometimes called madrigals madrigals yeah right, i yeah. was big in the yuletide <laughs> scene did the, you go door to door door to door but to like you know business parties you go to yeah. like the, the oh. like the yeah. downtown is having like an open house like a fair and you'll go stand in front of the courthouse dressed <laughs> like you're from the past <laughs> yep. and, and singing exactly. so acapella versions uh -huh. of classic hymns and you'll sing all five verses of it which you, wow. no one's ever heard <laughs> but again three, four, and five. <laughs> that was cutthroat because you there's only two of every um you got two tenors two basses two sopranos and two altos yeah. who made the, made the group Whoa. so I would say like at least once a month I was in a high tension audition mm -hmm. for either a, a play or a I was an I guess I was just a really fucking artsy kid I liked it to be like oh, I just wasn't artsy but music was constant because yeah. Yeah. then I go home I'm mm -hmm. fucking just playing piano all the time wow. yeah mm. I awesome. so I definitely mm. relate in that so in Tennessee because the only thing I did marching band because that was like the only place to perform at that time and also we had a good marching band it was fun I enjoyed it I played the concert band but doing like the solo and ensemble was like that was my only chance to go be like compete in a state tournament at all that was like my high school career is like that's how I get accolades that's how I will prove that I'm good at something but in Tennessee we have mid-state and then all-state and like the first year I did mid-state like I did kind of well and I got like an alternate in all-state and then the next year I did mid-state I did like bad and I was in a second second band so still good I still like was in the top 20 French horn players uh, in that region <laughs> that's pretty good but then I went to Illinois and to go to Illinois this the high school that I went to Nequa Valley High School had five levels of band and you had to audition and I had to send in a tape to the school high, the, the public high school I was going to go to to get slotted into the band and I got fourth chair in the top band and I was ecstatic so I was like, of course you were they, they were playing harder stuff than I'd ever played in Allstate but then when I went and did the regionals for our like IMEA that's what it was called the, the their mid-state equivalent I got like uh High enough that I got like six chair, but it was high enough that I got to go to Allstate too. Mm -hmm. Then I did the Allstate audition, and I'm like, I'd never been in Allstate like that. I had earned my way in. The other time I was like an alternate and got chosen in, but I earned my way in, and I did the blind audition. And I thought like I did okay, and I went and they post it on a fucking <gasps> bulletin board, just oh, like a high school so like stressful. call sheet. And I went and I was like, I didn't do that great. So I like started at the top of the second band, and I went down. I didn't see my name. I'm like, fuck. I didn't even make it bands like no I must be I'm in the first band so I looked at the t the bottom of the first band and worked my way up <gasps> and I was fucking first chair no! what? in the all-state orchestra I was like I was I was the best you were the best <laughs> I fucking I did it I was the best I've never been the best <laughs> I fucking did it I was the best I was the best <laughs> it was exciting. Wow. Yeah, it was really was cool. Was that your senior year? Yeah. It's no, been was... downhill ever since? Yeah. <laughs> Everything's been downhill. Yeah. 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 College was moment. so much easier than high school. Oh, my God, yeah. it was. Yeah. 100%. I don't know if it was easier. It's just you were in control of your own schedule a bit more, so you didn't have to try hard unless you wanted to. Yeah, maybe But, that's like, it. if I had to get... Like straight A's all through college, like high school, it's like that would have been hard. Yeah, I think that's what I would have been. been the pressure, but it's just the pressure like, was less. The pressure was off. Yeah, You're like, yeah. I gotta be whatever. I, I did some more theater this semester. For me too. Also, my college was like I was only taking classes that I was interested in. I once I got to yeah. college, I didn't take a single math class. I didn't take. Oh, any. they didn't make you take general education. No, uh, we had to. So, so, yeah, so yeah, it was for me. Sucks. It was like all oh. film, film theory, and then so like fun. evolutionary biology, like ed, like uh, uh, like Kantian theory, literature, shit like that. Where I'm like, oh, cool, I can dive into this. Yeah, That's and cool. for you, Ned, like I guess they wanted you to be a chemical man. So like in college, <laughs> you're just like, you probably should still be really good at this. Whereas yeah. the theater, I was like, I mean, I'm gonna do my best, but if it doesn't really suit me, I don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah, real difference of uh, <laughs> difference of scale, you know? Like you can really futz your way through a lot of the, the liberal arts classes. Art is a little more objective it's than just like science. <laughs> all A minuses for A minuses for days if you had subpar work. But like if you just did know the answer on a chem test you just didn't get it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i you guys told a lot of fun stories about theater 
and music and and I did all that too you know I would say my school had a little bit more like nepotism where uh, the seniors always got the leads oh of course and so oh, when I was course, a senior yeah. I was the lead and everything and I was just like but this is my right like and it wasn't I don't know there was never a if a freshman got like even like a speaking role it's like who's that Oh yeah, Whoa, yeah they're one to watch. That happened, Typical. That happened in our For school. Sure. Shout out to Daniel Imond who came in in my grade and just rocked the system. <laughs> and the the people who had <laughs> yep. put in their years above him, it's like, sorry, bro, Danny's on the scene now. <laughs> but one thing uh, I did a lot that maybe maybe we haven't talked about yet is I did all of these academic competitions where you go like I did science competitions I did math I was a mathlete and it was just like so fun like you would go on a Saturday like take a test and then just be like bitch I got all the questions right and you didn't you know (laughs) it's like you would prove that you were better than other schools wait 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 were you taking it like you go into a room and quietly take a test yep that would be half of it and then then there would be like a group problem solving one so like here are three mysterious liquids of different densities you have a ruler a pencil and a piece of (laughs) scotch tape how are you going to determine the densities of the liquid okay that sounds fun because I'm picturing the scene from Mean Girls where the limit does not exist but the first part you just said is that you willingly took extra tests yeah, on a weekend. Yeah, that is yes. crazy to us, bro. I did it too. But That's you think insane. about if you're really you good at standardized tests, like yeah. I was mm-hmm. and probably still am, it feels awesome because you just know most of the answers <laughs> and then you get like rated at the end and you prove you're better than fucking bowls in Episcopal, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Fucking private school motherfuckers. Anyways, <laughs> I, was, I was a bad bad mathlete like i didn't go to all the meetings you know Ooh, you're bad but i was so still naughty I, I still when they were like hey we have a competition you want to come i was like yeah okay i'm free and so i got put on the second team there were four people per team but there was only five mathletes so i was sitting at a table by myself doing the group competition and uh Amazing. it was so sad I was very upset. I was like, I should have come to more meetings. I could have been with all the other people. But then, in this group competition, they would call out after each question who got it right. Wow. I was like, Stanton one, Stanton two, I was Stanton two. And it would be like, and this question, uh, Stanton two got it right. And like, uh, the four tier one mathletes <laughs> oh. would look over at me like, yes. how the fuck did you get that right? Yes. <laughs> and I ended up by myself getting a better score than the my entire rest of the team that <laughs> had come to all the meetings. He's a loose cannon, but he's the best we got. Yeah, <laughs> but ma- I mean, there are some schools that were really good at mathletes. We could always dominate the science competitions, but like, whew, never, never gonna beat freaking niece in math. I love music. Yeah, my both of my brothers did the math competition, and they were really good. So everyone was like, "Well, Keith's going to be really good." And I was like pretty good at math, but I was not the best at standardized tests. Especially, I was good at standardized tests, like in terms of like just taking tests at mm. uh, at the school. But when it was like came to like ACT tests and like those kind of tests, I I don't know why my brain just broke. And that's a common thing with a lot of like mm. kids, I think. Mm-hmm. And I did <clears throat> terribly, and they were like, "Uh, okay, well maybe, maybe." <laughs> Maybe you won't go next year. <laughs> and I was like, that's all good. It was a fun trip. We got to go on a school bus. So we went to some college and we took a test and we got McDonald's. So it was still a good memory. I got a music story. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. I got to, I got to explain one thing. I have a lot of really sad stories about my childhood being bullied, but that's like, there's like baby Eugene. I went through like many Pokemon evolutions, even before graduate high school. I was like, baby Eugene, natural personality. Then he got bullied because people found out I was Asian. And then I was like, trying <laughs> hey, to adapt to that. Look at him. Then I thought I, I kind of got a grip of that. And then I was like, oh, fuck, I'm gay. And then I got real fucking awkward in middle school. Mm. And then there was this like butterfly moment in mm. high school towards junior and senior year where the investment in art really paid off because yeah. although band is really expressive, I could sit and play oboe, not necessarily, you know, gain this a certain amount of confidence as a shy person that I did being in school plays mm-hmm. or right. singing yes. and dancing. Mm-hmm. So um, now I'm like, oh, this is flooding back. So there are multiple opportunities between uh, theater and choir uh, where we basically put on our own performances. Many of them just student designed. Like the last end of the year choir show is like, people auditioning with their sets, with group numbers done by the teacher, but the rest are chosen numbers that students audition for. So I always got a a piece, which was always huge, and the two times I did it, I did Cell Block Tango, 
which was very <laughs> controversial because they said, they said, don't put them in these costumes. And I said, I'm going to put them in whatever I want. Me and my friends, we're going to be real, real sexy. Uh, they said, don't do the spread eagle. Still made them do the spread eagle. <laughs> we're like 17. Yeah, I got, uh, I got, what's it called? Like people complained, like the parents complained about me. Too, too hot. I was, uh, yeah, I was like, this is the way I'm going to rebel, I think. And then the senior year, I did a number from the Aida. number of freaking slutty cell block tangos I saw at state were just oh, and mine more was, than three. Because mine would come <laughs> after like someone doing off a hymn. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? This was like a variety <laughs> show. So funny. So you have like a hymn, someone doing like Selena, someone doing, um, I don't know, a, a, a old Texan uh, country mm, ditty, and uh-huh. then cell block tango. Wow. Um, <laughs> And then the thing I just remembered was uh, senior year, you can um, basically audition. God, so many auditions growing up. Mm-hmm. I just had a general high school, public high school. I was like 5,000 5, plus people. We had something called um, Mr. PHS. <laughs> so they eliminated the, the women's pageant because it got too vicious between the girls. Oh. So they were like, we're going to do a men's pageant. So it was a men's pageant. If you're senior, you auditioned mm-hmm. to become a representative of a group. So I became Mr. Thespian Society, and you had a talent portion. So Seems my unfair. So my talent portion. <laughs> yeah, it's so my talent sucks. portion was a sort of baby one more time inspired me and like all my friends who could dance, dressed in schoolgirl schoolboy outfits. Wow! But it was pointedly making fun of a teacher that had denied us to get other race-based organizations because diversity society was enough. So our school actually shut down oh, whoa. getting like a black specific, Asian specific, Latino specific. We were all part of diversity club. Oh, yeah. Oh, so then okay. this this sketch I did was the teacher, one of my friends doing impersonation of this teacher who was in the audience oh, and then yeah. us rebelling, <laughs> yes. ripping up our papers, throwing it up. And then we do like a Missy Elliott performance. And the best part is, is you used to like, record. <laughs> yeah, amazing. I got in trouble for that too. Why? You ballsy motherfucker. That's I, awesome. Like, <laughs> this was my, I'm, like I look back and I'm like, yeah, senior year was great. And then I went to college and it was, it was like another back to zero. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> that was when you had to like sometimes do CDs or record on a cassette if you were doing uh-huh. something. So I had a cassette tape and towards the end of it, we did a, a, um, a break where we had people break dancing and stuff. And the tape started stuttering and pausing. <gasps> and as it did it, all of us naturally froze whenever it stopped cool. and everyone lost their shit. Yeah. Like the audience went fucking wild. Wow. And I ended up winning the pageant. Hey. Wow. <laughs> and you take the trophy yeah. and you stare right at your teacher and you also, say. Also I just remembered what, I just remembered they had one, they had one interview question to to snag the title with the final three. And mine was, what's what's the best ice cream flavor? That was so ask me, question. Yeah, ask me. All right, <laughs> Mr. Yang. What is your favorite <coughs> ice cream flavor? What's the best ice cream flavor? Neapolitan, because all the colors should be equal to white. Oh! Yo! I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, I guess I was. I was we love Italian. That was too. that was my senior year. I was I, love that. I was very involved. I was not partying. I don't think I went to any parties in high school. No, no but right. I think I was liked. In the high school by that point. I think by then, yeah, absolutely. You led a revolt on stage in that <laughs> yeah. one. And also, like, you referenced the, the diversity scandal with ice cream. Incredible. That's great. I think I you should. So cool. Don't was... worry about it. It's your own journey. I don't think I ever talk about those stories. No. I, I no. forgot about them. Because like... I was so mad about race issues mm-hmm. growing up in Texas, but I had no way to express them except right. through the stage. Mm-hmm. And I still got so many, like, People, I remember the parents were so mad. Yeah. Because I, you know, I mean, okay, the spread eagle was a lot. <laughs> they were just like, Eugene, whatever you do, don't say screw in the milkman, say see in the milkman. Uh, don't do the spread eagle. Don't. So I was like, okay, because you know, in the choreography, in the movie especially, she opens her legs and he's, he's holding her so they look like they're 69ing. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I was like, okay, what if I had him hold her upside down and she did a front split instead of a uh, middle split so I had her do that it still looked the same yeah <laughs> it's classic censorship though right like the, the, they censor you and then so you figure out how within your art within the system to still say fuck you mm-hmm. big victory moments are like so crucial to you especially in high school having something to point to and be like yeah it, whether that's a, a soccer game that mm-hmm. you won and you just fucking didn't expect to win or, or anything I think 
when you have those like big achievements, it makes you feel like fucking baller. You remember? Yeah, him. you remember? Oh, yeah. him. Like that is in my head. Like Zach's jazz solo. Like uh, Zach's yeah. jazz solo. That's exactly right. I saved like, jazz. Suck it, La La Land. You, you, over, you overcame. <laughs> you overcame, and you did it. And it, I, I've got a handful of those moments in my memory. But like, do you guys have any other? pivotal adolescent victories. Well, you have your adolescent victories. You also have your adolescent failures. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true, too. And that's that's where my mind's taking me right yeah. now while you think of victories. Yikes. So uh, I, I didn't do choir much, but in elementary school, I think you were required to from like up until third grade. Yeah. And so in first grade, we had this very specific dress code where we all had to wear white button downs. For whatever reason, I hated button downs. I thought they were the most constrictive, nerdiest. I just, I I wouldn't be caught dead. Like it like choked me. I just, I hated it. So I just decided I'm just not going to tell my mom. I'm just going to tell my mom that I don't need a white button down. We don't own a white button down, so which means I had to borrow it from the Englanders to get, to get it. I'm not going to tell her. So now it's Are like those people from England. No, no, no. Just my, just my good friends. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I see how that's Englanders confusing. sounds like a good Netflix show. Yeah, I would yeah. watch it. The Englanders. The Are they from? They're England, English, right? No, that's the controversy. Yeah, <laughs> they're pretending to be from England. They're actually wait, wait, wait. spies. I'm stuck on this. Why are they called the England? That's their last name. Hmm. Oh, their last name. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sure at one point they came from England, but they didn't have British accents, right? And so about like I lived right across the street from the middle school, so it was like five minutes to go run over. And so my mom's like, wait, what do you have to wear? And I'm like, oh, I don't know, I guess a white shirt or something. And she's like, what? Zachy. So she puts me in a white t-shirt that is stained. Oh, <laughs> no. There's no time. Oh, and then so I put on a little black blazer and I'm pissed off. And I get to the school everyone is wearing a white button down. Oh, <laughs> Every, and no. in my mind, I was like, eh, it's not going to be a big deal. Like, eh, you know, hit or miss. Was, was this a special occasion or was this, oh, a, this, was, like, a, this was a first recital. day of school? Oh, a recital. No, this was okay, a recital. recital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, recital. Yeah. Oh, but boy. my teacher cakes one look at me and she's like, Zach, what the fuck? I don't think she said fuck. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, this is what fuck. I have. And she's like, well, take take the jacket off. I'm like, I can't. And she's like, take the jacket off. I'm wearing a short sleeve white uh, shirt that oh has like no. a, a, some sort of like berry stain oh. on it. And she's like, she just sighs. She's like, God damn it. I went to school for this. I care so much <laughs> no. about singing and art and I'm trying to teach this fucking first grader how to sing <laughs> hot cross buns. Oh, yeah. man. Put the jacket on. So we have a photo oh, of the recital. And everyone. It's a, a sea of white ah! and me in the front row wearing a black blazer. <laughs> It is so, and I feel like that story says so much about me, where (laughs) I am rebellious for stupid reasons, I I demand to do things my own way, um, and then suffer for it. (laughs) There's a picture, too. That's, I I connect with that so hard, just not knowing you have to do something and not telling your parents. And be like, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to be an individual. Well, so, I had, when you said humiliation about being a little boy, that reminded me, so there was a, (laughs) (laughs) there was a camp. And I didn't go to sleepaway camp ever, but there were day camps I wanted to go to. And I was not a sporty kid, but I was bigger than all the other kids. So everyone was always like, Miles, don't you play sports? Don't you play basketball? And I didn't really. And then, uh, and you know, especially in middle school. And then once I was in high school, I played Ultimate Frisbee. Huge fucking shout out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, there was camps and my neighbors were going to this cool camp. And they were like, it starts in crafts. You do archery, you do all this stuff. And I was like, that's so psyched. So my parents were like, awesome. We'll sign you up for the camp in town. That's the arts and crafts camp. We drive up on day one. We're taking the other kids. We pull up to the this gym. You shit your pants. And I was like, oh, I shit my pants. No. We pull up to the gym. I, I get out, and I'm like, all these kids are fucking jocks. This is clearly not oh, the right no. camp. My dad had signed me up for the wrong camp. <gasps> so oh, no. I walk in, and we're like signing up. My dad's like, this is the right camp. And the other kids in the car are like, we don't go to this camp. We go to a different camp. So my, somehow, I see all these kids. I'm so intimidated. My dad renegs on that camp, signs me up for the arts and crafts camp. We go in the middle of the arts and crafts camp. There's a basketball day and we're going to play that original camp ah! in basketball. So I'm like, so I'm like nervous. Cause I'm you like, think they're what they're going to recognize you. Mm, I'm not worried. They're going to recognize me. I'm just intimidated by their vibe. They were jocks. <laughs> yes. They were like the boys uh-huh. and the girls are jocks. And they're like sports. The kids who play sports uh-huh. in school and are now doing it in the summer. I like wanted to do shoot a bow and arrow. 
and yeah, go home. Of course. Yeah. So we're there. We're playing. Ba- and they put me in. And I'm like, I'm not going to be very good. They put me in the basketball game. These kids, by the way, are heckling from the gym. Because, oh, like, the we're, they're having fun. Like, this is what their vibe is. They love it. They're having you so much fun. They're, they're just, like, they're laughing. <laughs> I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. And finally, I'm in, I'm in the game. And I, 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 there's a play. And I'm like, oh, my God. The ball's right in front of me. It's my time to grab the ball. Oh, no. I grab the ball. Oh, I'm in front of everybody else. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I shoot the ball. I fucking score. No! I get it. I get it. I hear cheering. Oh my god. I no, turn I around. You're the... I'm the only one on that side no, of the court. No. It's the wrong goal. No! No! You scored on yourself. I, it's the wrong goal. Everyone else is like, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, the oh, no. I turn to the bleachers and it, all the kids are laughing. Literally a wall of children oh, oh, no. laughing at me. Oh, my God. I couldn't be more ashamed. That is still uh, today. Miles, you just eru- a, a memory erupted and Ned's going to cringe even harder. I don't know that. I, I need a, a minute. I need like I one second. I want to roll right into the that. panic. Ooh. What else do you, what do you have Holy that tops that? I was... I was uh, like swimming, soccer, talking about yeah, all right. sorts of soccer. Uh, this was more elementary school, so but like you know, just around the age where it's getting competitive, <laughs> and the parents are actually a little serious. Yeah. So we were in the finals, my team, oh. and it was down to like fourth qu- quarter, fourth, second half, second half depends. Um, depends. like kid, literally nope. <laughs> thirty seconds left, and I'm a forward, and I have the ball, and I'm one of the best shooters on the team, and I am sprinting <laughs> with it down oh. towards their goalie. And the person, I'm like being t- tailed by one of the other, uh, the op- opposing team. Mm-hmm. And this person who tries to like get it away from me, he trips and just face plants. <laughs> and I'm literally, and this is just, was my personality. <laughs> I stop and turn and help him up. Oh, what? Oh. And we're tied. And then the goalie kicks the ball. No one was, everyone was chasing us. There's one guy in there, the other in the field, and they fucking score and no! win. That hurts. That was bleeding the, hard. And I, That's I was like, that one doesn't make me cringe. That one's sad. Because <laughs> I just stopped and I was just like, are you okay? Classic kid thing. I was just <sighs> like, are you okay? Do you need help? And he was like, oh, I'm okay. You know, because he face planted. Yeah. And he it. My natural instinct was like, I got to help this human. Yeah. Oh, but I was God. like, my leg was back ready to fucking bend it like Beckham. You know, sports wow. are supposed to teach I'd never kids seen. life skills. Yeah. I think you picked up a good one. I, I, like, I went a little too hard. I went a little too hard. I for never, a reason to get away from your goddamn life. I was like, my co- I'm mad. I was <laughs> like, Miles' <laughs> story better. <laughs> <laughs> he messed up and it was funny. <laughs> the coach that, fucked up what could have been. The coach never looked at me the same way again. I uh, believe it. I was once a star player and it was just, that was... Are you, I are you okay? I trained you to not have a conscience, <laughs> I mean, that's not the time you have a conscience. No. Yeah. We started with the joys of childhood art, and now you've just to- ripped my the heart open with sports, <laughs> sports trauma, which is the defining traumas of my childhood. It's oh man, I, the only sports trauma that like I still really remember, and maybe I'll remember another one as we talk, was just that we had there was little little league and minor league, and. I don't remember. I think Little League was where they pitched and hit. Like the kids would throw and hit. And then Minor League was when there was a pitching machine and you would hit. Well, the tryouts for it were still just on the pitching machine. Everybody had a good pitching machine. You would you'd go up to bat. You'd run the bases. You'd do some drills in the outfield. Well, I'd done the outfield drills. It wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I could throw pretty far. Had a good arm on me. I could catch pop flies okay. Uh, and then we did the batting thing. <laughs> and I couldn't hit a single ball <laughs> I, I, and they yeah. give you like and it's scary they when give you're you like it's fast they give you like 20 pitches and i <laughs> i fucking missed every single one and then they say it's okay just run the bases i'm like uh, i have to run the bases i don't want to run the bases do you, do you remember in i just Little felt League? publicly humiliated yeah. in front of every other kid trying out that i missed and then you're like and now you have to run the bases and then i like ran the bases uh, and i like didn't hit the second base right so i had to double back and tap no. it and then run it. and i was oh, like I, I was so mortified at how pathetic my uh. just like my my showing of my skills was and then i made it onto the minor league which means you didn't do very well and then i was put on like a team that lost every game <laughs> did the parents oh, in your oh, town man. do the thing when you wouldn't swing they go good eye good eye good eye yeah yeah good yeah good eye that one wasn't for you that one's for you no matter how good then, the pitch but then was, about 10 pitches in like okay you're gonna have to pick one <laughs> you, gotta, you know maybe oh that's God, just yeah. the, that was the one before they like 
make you get out off of pitches when it's like you can just you get three attempts at it. Yeah, so I understand the sentiment. I don't know if they've retired this, but do you guys remember when they would give uh, end of season team trophies or ribbons for certain mm-hmm. things? Oh yeah, usually like MVP. MVP is the best best one. Best fucking part about being a millennial. Everybody gets a trophy. Get a trophy. A trophy but ceremony. Pizza. The one uh-huh. that no one wanted that always was there was oh. most improved. Oh, yeah. You don't want most improved. And it was know. always, uh, it was always, no, nah, it was, but yeah, it was you never. You athletic. It was never <laughs> okay. about the person okay. who was most improved. Oh, it was just it's literally. Like a, it's like a year bad. Type it was literally the worst player on the team. You showed up to every single practice in every game. You really did it. Yeah, Hank. okay. Good job. You're right. You're right. So You're basketball. Right. I was bad at shocker, of course. And I mean, I told a lot of my my sports drama stories. This one, I don't think I have. Uh, I was too weak to 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 reach the basket. Like I would be, I had my little flail, uh, flimsy arms in elementary school, and I would go to take the. It would be short. It, I couldn't even get it high enough. Did it, was that anyone else's experience? Oh yeah, it was, it oh, was yeah. impossible to throw a basketball that high when you were a child. So <laughs> I have this one memory. I don't know why. It was after something at school, and it's all of the athletic kids who I was friends with. Some of them, me and my dad, right? And we're all playing basketball, and my dad gets the ball, and he keeps passing it to me, of course. being like, "Zach, take the shot." And I'm like, "No!" And uh, I keep passing it away, and every and like he will get the ball back, and he passes it to me, and I'm dad. like, "No!" And it was this. I know I saw how sweet it was from him, but I was mortified because oh. he was putting me in a place to reveal that I was too weak to uh, even make a uh, single basket, uh-huh. and it was defensive specialist. I, I feel that pain <laughs> still. Like it's so weird how those things from elementary school it it stays. It's still in there. Part of your growth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny that Eugene, your story about like the person falling down because. I was literally like taught by my coaches to be a little shit. <laughs> like I, there was one coach that literally taught us to put your finger and like squeeze your finger and your thumb to make it into like an imperceptible little shiv and get right up behind a defensive player and start poking them under <laughs> oh their ribs to distract them on a corner kick. Wow. And it was like, you too. it was the whole, like we were taught like if it doesn't get called, it's not a foul. And if it's like if Jesus. if there's a team that you know is maybe better than you technically, you can often get them off by their game by being like out physicalizing them, which is true. Like you know, if you start kind of just bumping up the <laughs> little pretty boy, twist them up, uh-huh. you know, sports center guys, they will just get mad and then start making mistakes. And yeah. that was that was like. That was what I was taught. As it was like, it was so funny. And soccer team is, uh, it, it's yeah, it's true. Soccer <laughs> was, is a Ned sport about. Ned was the villain in our deco- childhood decal. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of was. Yeah. I'm yeah, picturing I the got, same soccer field where Ned has his little finger and he's jabbing, and then it cuts over to Eugene. This was more high and he's school. Like, I got a flower for you. <laughs> <laughs> this was more high school, but I, I was like one of the earliest kids to get a yellow card. Uh, for retaliation because of somebody you know that's what you gotta watch out for you somebody starts like messing with you and then you like retaliate too much the ref always sees retaliation mm-hmm. so yeah. then it was after that point where the coach taught us to be the person seeding the uh, bad feelings and then they spin around at you well the one good thing about that type of sports mentality mm-hmm. is at the very least you see you call you sportsmanship s- or unsportsmanship <laughs> <laughs> is the uh, there's clearly rules set People are trying to bend them. It's uh, still a competition, mm-hmm. but you'll still be punished if you do something outrageous, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, that, I got a red card one time, and it was really sad. That shit doesn't exi- exist in art, so <laughs> yeah. you still got you still got people with the same vicious like mental shiv. Uh-huh. But, yeah. oh, uh, but there's no rules. There's no rules. Yeah. Like you can't you can't like start a fight with the lead actress of your school mm-hmm. play because you know that she got it for X Y Z. So the only thing that's like that is in the all state like auditions. Mm-hmm. There were people who would if you got you, you just get randomly assigned a slot but you so you'd normally be there the whole day though because it was like an hour away you would go with like six other students and everyone would have different slots throughout the mm-hmm. day so you sort of spent your day just sitting around but if you went early and you were good a lot of the good people who went early would then play throughout the rest of the day and they'd walk up to other kids who hadn't auditioned yet and be like oh do you know this song let's play together so they would try to <gasps> exhaust Oh the other players no. wow. so that Whoa. they would be fatigued and also they'd be in their head because That's if like I was a good player, chess, I would go show how good I was and how I already went and it went really well. Oh my like I God. probably already got it. 
How high, how high can you play? And then oh. you try to make people play high notes, and that definitely drains you. That oh, my God. Now, now was so this, like, disgust? Up. You knew what you were doing? Or was it just kind of unspoken? And you, I didn't do that to people. My gotcha, band directors gotcha. were like, if, it was like, if someone comes over and you haven't gone yet, and they're trying to get you to play with them, don't play with them. Save your chops for the audition. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it was wild. very, like, and I saw it happen. I definitely saw oh. it, and it was like... Oh wow, these are people who are like <laughs> blowing out it. their chops before the audition Whoa. and they're probably going to blow it. I never pulled that kind of mental fuckery, <laughs> but uh in drama club in high school, a friend of mine, I think I was a sophomore, so it was that same politics of like you don't get the good parts until mm-hmm. other people have paid their dues. But we were auditioning for Oklahoma. Uh I was auditioning for Ali Hakim. She was auditioning for the love interest who do you you know that show? I'm not a big oh, Oklahoma well. person. Me <laughs> and what we decided to do is like it was a love scene and we're like in our audition, we're gonna kiss in the audition. And that's <gasps> gonna get like you don't do that, right? Whoa, a, kids don't do that. That's and right. so we did right. it. We got the roles and we were like, We're in, baby. Wow, cool. You want to audition together. Because mm-hmm. you you kind of had to audition in pairs and do run the scene in right. front of everybody. Huh. Uh wow. yeah, so that, that usually was us for callbacks. Uh, that's how you know that. I think yeah. it was callback. That's yeah. how you know that you're like you got an in. It's when they start rotating all the like female leads with you. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm 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 in the front runner position. Oh, you're and favored. She, she was old. She was very talented, and she was like, "We got this. We're getting you in. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be my Ali Hakim. Let's fucking do this." Whoa! Wow! Yeah, what a it champion! Was, it was good. And then I uh, was a real loser thereafter. It makes me sound super cool that I got to kiss in in high school. Hell yeah! That was my <laughs> first kiss. Was a stage kiss, uh, and I don't even count that as a real kiss, but it was well, also sprung on me in a rehearsal, not. and I was like, I was so it was like my whole oh. body tensed up, and I sucked my mouth in because they're like, and because no, I mean, this was like the dress rehearsal. They're like, Eugene, you have to, you have to kiss her. <laughs> this is your wife in the show. The, one the whole time I was just like, okay, we got the scene. It was like, and <laughs> and then we turn the page. All right, page. All can right. we go? Uh, set okay. change. Um, I, stage kisses are very not sexy. No. Ariel the other day was like, like if you're doing a scene, like how do you not get a boner? I was like, <laughs> well, it's not like that. You don't. It's not sexy at all. Yeah, I mean, I remember really even. Like having a simulated sex scene in a play in college, and it was oh, like in college. Thank God, <laughs> in college, yeah. And it it wasn't it wasn't sexy at all. You're you're trying to think of like uh, I'm doing this next, but this line I had right. this blocking. I move my arm over here. Lines. But I guess I never I, I never like had a, a kiss scene with like a crush. That might be different. Yeah, that might have made it different. It's I didn't. a little sexy. You still get the same like nerves before the right. kiss, because and then you're like, you're oh, that's not kiss, and everyone's gonna watch you kiss, and you don't. There's not a lot of public kissing. With someone who's not your partner that you do in life. Mm-hmm. It is weird thinking about, too, like reflecting back uh, all of the parents coming to watch their high schoolers kiss on stage. It's yeah. a very weird. It is yeah. strange. I loved high school theater, though. So fun. I miss it. We should put on a play, we guys. We should put on a, a high play. play. I, w- I want to do We've it. We've been talking about this, getting ex theater kids who are on YouTube to do just a live Shakespearean. A live Shakespeare play. Well, yeah. We were talking about Awakening. Shakespeare, which I think is very fun, no. and like, but that's a unique <laughs> thing. Like, I want to do a musical. Yeah. Like, I want to do an old. That'd be great. School. I think it's just the copyright issue, right? I know. We'll pay for it. High schools can pay for it. We could afford it. Maybe. Well, oh, I just got an image in my brain of high schoolers doing Hamilton, and it just. Oh, there's a lot of funny videos. It just rocked kids. my. How does a bastard rock my brain? It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Immigrants, we get the job done. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's there's YouTube. There's YouTube videos. Uh, yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, I, what yeah, would be yeah. the musical we would do? The musical that exists that we'd put on. Wicked. Brigadoon. Right. <laughs> Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd is a that really good fun. one, actually. That'd I think Les Mis. I guess so. Les Mis yeah. has lots of good uh, parts for each of us. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, and a lot of good parts to fill out. Mm-hmm. I think we want that like 1950s musical That's style, true. right? Yeah. You want that old swing. Zach, Zach wants guy. to do Oklahoma. He wants to guess so. get his Hakeem <laughs> character back. Maybe we should write our own Romeo and Juliet musical, you know, that's like kind of like a West Side story, but a different, you know, where maybe we can make it about internet culture. Miles, did we tell you about the time yeah. we saw West Side Story in Australia? <laughs> no. Why oh, did we saw it at the Sydney Opera House because we were like, look at us, baby. We Gotta are go. going to the Sydney Opera House and the only thing that's playing is West Side Story. But here's the thing. There's a troupe of all Australian actors. No. Like, really? Like not great 
trying to do Brooklyn accents. <laughs> and for context here, this was the only thing playing in the, the window. The only thing playing, our only free night. It was like, yeah. we gotta just booked it. We're like, whatever, we love West Side Story. It'll be fine. It was not fine. <laughs> also, not only was it that these, like, these particular actors were not supposed to be playing those races or doing those accents, it was oh that when you read the playbill, you realized that this show was the first show that this theater company had ever done <laughs> at all. Oh. And their first show was at the Sydney Opera House. Now, I've been involved in a lot of things, a lot of groups, and let mm -hmm. me tell you, my first show was at the back of a bar at midnight. Yeah. My first shows were, it had 17 people in attendance at a theater called the Corn Servatory. Yeah. I didn't get to play the Sydney Opera House That's for crazy. my first show in give, a theater Give us a little taste. What did uh, Australian West Side Story sound like? When you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> I can't even do it. It was so many layers of accents. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Well, to be in Australia. Ellie. It was enjoyable in the end. It was just for the story. Oh, we had a great we time. We had fun. <laughs> we had fun. We did not realize how much wine we should have had before sitting down. We only <laughs> yeah. really snuck in like one glass. We had a good amount of wine, but we could have had more. We could have yeah. had Ariel a lot more. Ariel was upset because she really liked the musical and thought that us laughing about it was ruining it because. <laughs> She the didn't think it was as bad end. as we thought it was. Yeah. So there was a big gunshot at the end that was so loud and, and terrifying. I, 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 like, I like started laughing and she was like, stop it. No, it was that normally you see the person with the gun coming to kill uh, mm -hmm. whichever character they kill. You see them, Tony. right? So you, you have the anticipation of, oh no, something bad is about to happen. <laughs> but in this production, just the gun person was off stage. So out of fucking nowhere, <laughs> out of fucking nowhere, there's a romantic scene. And then there's a huge <laughs> loud bang. Uh. Sounds like an accident, honestly. And then he walks out with the gun you're like what uh, <laughs> it was so dead. so surprising I was... saw the Of Mice and Men Broadway show with Ooh. James Franco and Chris O'Dowd on Broadway Whoa. and this big emotional scene it's the end of Of Mice and Men George is about to kill Lenny mm -hmm. and he's got the gun up and the show ends with a big gunshot and boom it bangs and the, there's a blackout and the woman behind it's, like, it's a big emotional scene I'm ready to be invested the woman behind me goes oh Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> and I just was like, you fucking yeah. dickhead ruining this show. Unfortunately, that was me. I, I ruined that moment. For yeah. like, for my wife. <laughs> I was like, ah. uh, The whole audience agreed with how the show was. Yeah. yeah you know, and we everyone were left like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? Unforgivable moments when someone ruins uh, an emotional scene. For yeah. You. Yeah. I saw the movie Her, and it's the first time that he Her? has sex Her? with his phone, uh, <laughs> uh, Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm in the theater, and it's this like very weird, uncomfortable scene. It's yeah. and it, it all goes to black, and you just hear their voices, and it's like kind of like Joaquin Phoenix, like and Scarlett Johansson, like fucking, and their voices. And my dad leans over and just goes, "It's pretty weird, huh?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> 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 yeah, I can't wait to do that oh, to my kids. Yeah, oh, it like made my skin weird. Oh, I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> it's pretty it's weird, so huh? I'm gonna high five him next time I see him just for that. That, that opens up a can of worms. We gotta talk about it another time. Maybe in the afterpod about people who talk during movies even at home. Ooh, oh yeah, we're gonna we're have a little awkward sex scenes with your parents in yeah. movies. We'll stick around. Uh, go to patreoncom guys. We'll do a little afterpod. But now. It's Miles time for advice, Miles. <laughs> Miles time. <laughs> Guys, 100 episodes. You know, wow, look at wow. us go. Mm -hmm. I really... But how many episodes of advice will go for Miles? Because that wasn't the first episode. Yes, it was. It was, it was. Really? Because yeah. we started it in the Patreon. Oh, you're so right. one mm. was, uh, was maybe like 20 Nettie, episodes. Nettie Pot was episode 17, one. yeah. Yeah, so wow. episode That's one of the tripod. I feel like we've done more than 100. Maybe? Yeah, we've done like we 120. Have. But let's just set this up real quick. You know, 100 episodes. Mm -hmm. We really yes. build into this. And you may have been asking yourself, like, well, try guys. Like, I expected, like, a theme. Like, why didn't you, like, this was just an episode where you're mm -hmm. talking about normal stuff. Why didn't you really bring out the, 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 the trumpets guns. and the hundred gun? Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, because yeah. I have a feeling that Miles has something <laughs> okay. that will definitely live up to this intro. That's this right. is Miles' time. This <laughs> <laughs> is Miles' time. Miles' time. It's advice that'll go Ladies and gentlemen. 100 pieces of advice, so 100 pieces of ass. <laughs> You're out there in the world, and I wish I could give each and every single one of you a little spank, okay? 
Because I couldn't be more jazzed to give you this, the hundred piece of advice that'll go for miles. Stay horny, folks. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Miles Nation? How y'all doing tonight? Oh, horny. That's pretty weird, right? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever wanted to go from a two to a ten? Have you ever thought maybe I could stand here and give everyone a boner? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Talking about putting your hand somewhere. Put your hand in your pocket to be sexy. <laughs> I uh, No longer are you standing uh, there wondering, what? what am I going to do with my hands? Put those little creepers in your pocket and everyone will think... That's an ass I'd like to French. (laughs) You can put one hand front, one hand back. A veritable 69 of standing. But if you put your hand in your pocket, then people are thinking, oh my God, look at those shoulders. I'd love to grease those up and send them down a tube. (laughs) But I'm telling you, if you want a good outfit sort of of your posture Mm -hmm. then i want you to put your hands in your pockets for a photo or if you're standing on the bus waiting to be noticed by a a tall man with long hair now miles do you know the rules uh pertaining to pockets when it comes to photographs because i get this wrong all the time now here's what i've experienced (laughs) (laughs) Here's what I've experienced in Eugene. Feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, which I most likely am. Put your hand in your pocket and your your dick's going to look bigger. No. This is not no. what I'm talking about. how you put your hands in your pocket. Oh, like, half up to the knuckle. Similar to <laughs> knuckle deep into your pocket. Is that right? Yeah, that's not wrong. Okay, knuckle deep into your pocket. Similar to what? Thumb out like you're freaking hitchhiking, looking for ass. What I've been told is like you don't want your your hand to disappear in your pocket. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. it looks weird, and I always do it. But then I've also been told like, well, don't just leave your thumb out because then your thumbs look like you're pointing at your dingus. Which may be, and honestly, respect. (laughs) So sometimes you just hook the thumb. Yeah, hook the thumb. Hook the thumb. I found that the hand in the back pocket kind of makes it seem like, oh, what's he touching back there? I like that. Mm. Yeah. And I like that too. Wrangler. But if you're. <laughs> hand in the back pocket is a very relaxed yeah. pose, I think. It's like, hey, I, I can hang. I'm just sitting here sipping a beer by myself at this bar. Yeah. yeah. If you want to come talk to me. If you're sort of a two looking to be a 10, <laughs> in the put, f- department. In the f- department, uh-huh. put your hand in your pocket. Okay. And all of a sudden, you're sexy. Alakazam. That's pretty good advice. Yeah. Alakazam. Nice job, Miles. <laughs> Alakazam, and I'm not talking about the Pokemon. Alakazam for sure is raw dogs. He's got lots oh, of Oh, Alakazam fucks. You seen that nose? <laughs> He's got a meaty nose. Eugene? Like Re- Eugene's <laughs> review of my advice? What if they don't have pockets? Put your hand in your ass. Ah. No, I think that the, then you can, you can get your waistband or caress. Oh, the sort dude, of... Alakazam definitely fucks. Look dude, Alakazam is dope. Look He's got dude. big mustache. He's got spoons. Yeah. That's your hundredth piece That's of advice. That's my hundredth piece of, so arguably the most important piece of advice I've given. Mm-hmm. What is advice other than to make yourself more fuckable? You know, it's been a hundred advices. What is, do you think, can you remember back what's been Miles' best advice? Get a candle. Get a candle. <laughs> candle. That is a pivotal piece of advice. I remember the loofah episode specifically for some big. reason. Because yeah. th- for me, it was just that you had only recently discovered a loofah at that time. And yeah. I thought that was very alarming. <laughs> I think that was advice one. Really? It was maybe loofah. Because then you guys one. made fun of me for not washing my loofah. Which, to be honest... I've got the same loofah. No. Uh, no, I don't. Get a new one. I got a new one, but it was about a year ago. I'm back to bar soap. <gasps> I bar soap, but then I, I scrub a dub on top. I scrub a dub if like I feel like I need to exfoliate. We do have a salt scrub, but normally I'm just that bar soap, baby. Maggie just got this plastic mitten that's like... <laughs> oh, that thing hurts. Thing. Yeah. That, fit, that shit hurts. It's intense. It's so hard. It's fine sandpaper, yeah, I'd say. It feels mm-hmm. I like that pain, but like every, more, every morning I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, I don't do that every day. Yeah, it's intense. I do. 
Well, I think we've learned a lot today here, folks. <laughs> Keith brought up musical triumphs, mm-hmm. got into mm-hmm. some sports traumas. Yeah. Uh, Miles gave us... Uh, Commonplace, w- advice. commonplace advice, <laughs> mostly for photos. I would say than but real life. Truly, yeah. But truly representative mm-hmm. of the vibes yeah. of the tribe pod. Right. Yeah. Uh, really a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. So just remember whether you are triumphant, whether you fail, or whether you're just sexy mm-hmm. with your hand in your pocket. That's right. Know that. We're here for you. That's right. Yeah, you thought we were going to give you a special fancy episode on the 100th? No, we give you the same thing because we know what you like. You like these meandering conversations. <laughs> they kind of go nowhere. And yeah. then some advice that's not very good. Feels yeah. That's like what you're here for. You're a yeah. part of it. Yeah. That you're one of our friends because you know what? You are. Here's to 100 more. And you know what? Within this next batch of 100, what can you look forward to? I'm guessing. A little bit more egg talk. Oh, yeah. I'm. You know what? Next time we do this at home, I'm going to be in the bathtub. A tub I'm gonna do pod. a tub episode. We need a tub oh, we should episode. do a at-home tub pod. I think the audio people might see horrible. my dick. Yeah. Wait, was the tub one of your advice for Miles? Yeah, oh yeah. I would say that you helped me live my truest bathtub self more shamelessly. You That's know? good. And I, I, you, you, Miles got us some, uh, some bath salts for for Christmas, That's and I right. hadn't been back to the office until last week, so mm-hmm. I finally got them. Thank mm-hmm. you, Miles. Of course, yeah. I think of you whenever I enter my turb. I love to think about my bosses in the tub. <laughs> <laughs> Another perfect episode. Mash that subscribe button, rate us five stars, and get yourself a merch at tryguys.com. Help support the show. You know, it's not just about us. Mm-hmm. It's about you wearing some sick Try Guys cloud hoodies like the one I'm wearing. Just so no one thinks I was cool in high school. This one time we were doing a choir show and I farted really bad. <laughs> I farted really loud, but it wasn't just a loud one. It was a really smelly one. Oh. And then everyone knew it was me. So then for like weeks after they called me. Eggs. Oh, no. really? Oh, wow. We got an egg reference in a way I never expected. Wow. I just I just tied it all together. You've been living with this egg pain all this time. Well, I'm having eggs are delicious. Mm. Same. Oh, so good. But I'm just saying. Preach. Preach. <laughs> Life's a journey. Ups and downs. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind, listeners. Right now, you may have an egg in your life, but someday that egg will become eggs. Keith, it is with the official 100th Tripod theme song. Sometimes your egg will become eggs. Don't ask us how an egg can become more than one egg. Unless it's still developing and splits into two, which is how you have twins, which is like me and you. It is the Tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful.